Hello there and welcome. This is Keith Barrett, an intuitive evolutionary astrologer. Thank you so much for those of you that are returning and welcome to anybody that is new listening. For anyone new listening, there's a link in the description box below if you wanted to watch the video version of this podcast where I share the screen and show the actual chart for this new moon in Virgo and also share the Sabian symbols. But if you're here just for the audio, let's get into it. So with the full moon in Virgo, we have the light of the sun, which is in Pisces, shining on Virgo. So the spotlight is on Virgo and Pisces. And so as I was sitting here getting ready to do this, I'm like, okay, what's the message that comes that wants to come through here for this reading? And to start off with just talking about Virgo and Pisces, Virgo, when I talk about any kind of any zodiac sign in astrology, I always pull in the opposite sign. So if you look at your birth chart and you have placements in Pisces, I would always look at Virgo, even if there's nothing in Virgo, the energy of Virgo is always present within Pisces. And that's the same for every zodiac sign. If you think of Aries, there's always Libra present. If you think of Gemini, there's always Sagittarius present. So with this, when we have a full moon in Virgo, we have the Pisces side of things, the sun in Pisces shining its light on Virgo. So if you think about this, or if I think about this energy band, Virgo is the service piece of Pisces. It's the refinement piece. It's the analytical piece. It's ruled by Mercury. So there is a logical component to it. But more so than that, there's a desire to want to be better is the underlying energy of Virgo. I want to purify. I want to make sure that things are in the right place. And when I say things are in the right place, that could be within yourself. It could be in your environment. It could be things that you feel within you, Pisces, the feeling side where you feel things are a bit off. And so there's a desire even, or let's say, especially mentally to try and, and figure that out. What needs to be moved? What needs to be adjusted? What do I need to see? How do I make those adjustments and make them make the right adjustments so that I can give out my energy in the most authentic way possible to be of help and of service? And so the only way to be of true help and service to others is to first make sure that you're in alignment within yourself. And so I've I get this energy pretty strong here with this full moon in Virgo is all of this Pisces energy. And we'll take a look at the chart here. There's more than just the sun. It's flanked by Mercury, which is the ruler of this full moon and Saturn. So I'll get into that when I look at the chart, but just looking at it from the Pisces perspective on that end of the energy spectrum, the Pisces Virgo axis, Pisces is ethereal, is the word that comes to mind. It's 
limitless. It's universal consciousness. It's unconditional love. And so it's wide open and it has access to other dimensions. It has access to things that are way beyond this reality. It is simply that beyond this reality. So if you think of the archetype of Virgo being on the part of this energy spectrum, how do you take all of that energy? How do you take what you're feeling? How do you take the things that are beyond the five senses? How do you harness that? How do you use that? And how do you tangibly bring that in to be of service to other people? So with that said, let me jump over to the chart and look at the energies here for this full moon in Virgo. So we have the full moon in Virgo taking place on February 24th at 4.31 a.m. PST here in the Pacific Northwest. So here's a look at that chart. We have the representation of the full moon here with the moon opposing the sun. And I'm going to pull in Mercury and Saturn in here because they need to be pulled in because they are blending energies with the sun. So right off the bat, when I look at this, there's just the concentration of Virgo and Pisces. If you looked at some of my other energy reads, when I, when I turn on the aspects to the moon, you'll see squares, oppositions, sextiles, trines, all of those different aspects here. It's just this access is really prominent. And so all of the things that I stated up front. But let's talk about the ruler of this full moon in Virgo, which is Mercury right here. So Mercury in Pisces is, if you think of just the archetype of Mercury, Mercury is one of the logical mind, trying to figure things out, making a plan, strategizing, or things coming to you and you taking them in and orienting yourself appropriately. And that's why Mercury's communication, it's teaching, it's learning, it's understanding things. So with Mercury in the sign of Pisces, there's more of the intuitive side that gets pulled into it. Pisces ruled by Jupiter traditionally, modernly ruled by Neptune, is the, the intuition. It's those things that are beyond logic. That's what this representation is here. So if you, with this being the ruler of this full moon, there's more of that component to it. And so there's definitely a tie in here to this full moon, to the energy read that I just did with the, the new moon in Aquarius, right? Do I have that right? Yeah, the new moon in Aquarius, where I was feeling this energy of just chaos and there being this centeredness and this the ability to be able to navigate whatever's coming in a way that's grounded and centered, even though maybe internally or externally things are in chaos or there's a storm or there's things coming out of left field that you were not prepared for, or you didn't see coming. And so there's like a continuation of that energy here with all of this Piscean energy of 
being able to be centered and now having the Virgo archetype of purification, refinement, understanding at this point in time what needs to be done, but not so much from the logical mind, more so from the feeling state, from the intuitive abilities. Then we have Saturn in the mix here. So we pull Saturn into this as well. And Saturn in Pisces is the tangible. Saturn is structure. Saturn is authority. Saturn is, we need to make this real. And so taking that Piscean energy and bringing Saturn into the mix, Saturn is like, here's the things that need to be addressed, that need to be focused on. Here's the plan, whether that's you making a tangible plan. I don't really feel that. I feel Saturn is more bringing things in, bringing circumstances in, bringing to you things that maybe you were not aware of that need to be addressed. That's where Saturn is coming in here, or the role that Saturn is playing. And so Saturn can be felt as restrictive. It can be felt as shit, I didn't want to do that, or that sucks. Like there could be many different reactions to Saturn. And especially Saturn here, where it's blending energies with the sun. If you think of the sun, the sun is the directive focus. It's the life force energy. And when you have Saturn there, Saturn is like, hold on. There's structures, there's boundaries, there's specific ways that you need to focus this energy. And so I really see Saturn, and I've said this before, however it's coming into your life, however it's affecting you, and it's going to be varied degrees for all of you, but Saturn being in contact with the sun and Mercury being here as well, at least at this snapshot here, at this, this full moon in Virgo, is being able to structure that energy in a way that's serving you. Virgo. And it starts with you in terms of serving yourself and being able to make the adjustments that you need to make in order to keep you evolving and continue you to move forward. So for some of you, this access is, is helping and healing. Now there's a couple different sides of this. If you think of extremes of this energy, this energy Virgo and Pisces is the victim martyr access meaning that things are happening to me, which can certainly be the feeling with Saturn, is things are happening to me and I'm not quite sure how to navigate them or they're difficult or I may feel like they're overwhelming or there's could be a victim mentality here. And so understand that whatever's coming to you is serving you on some level. There's a reason, there's an underlying purpose to what is taking place always. There's always a an exchange of energy that's going on. And there's something here that you are meant to see or address or ways that you need to focus your energy. And so it's really important to be able to see it from that perspective, to be able to sit there and say, okay, I got it. Where, what is this showing me? How do I need to focus my energy? 
The other part of this is the the Virgo part of wanting to be a helper and a healer to help other people. And so on the surface level, there can be, and it's funny, I pulled a card personally for myself before I did this reading from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck, and it was the Clean It Up card. Let's see if I can find it. And so I'm being like, what I feel is what I'm going to say here is very accurate for myself, but also accurate for the collective. And so let me see if I can grab that card here. Just give me a second. Oh, it's actually right on the top. Of course it is. So I'm going to drop the screen here so I can show this card. And hopefully it will focus. And I'm holding it upside down because that's how it came, it came out for me. So it's the clean it up card. And I looked at this card and I'm like, okay, things look a little bit cloudy. They're not quite clear. I definitely get a Saturn type feeling to this card. Um, and so I actually read the, what was in the book for this card, the meaning of this card. And essentially the meaning was be very careful of where you're giving. And so it, it plays into this Virgo archetype here of how are you giving? Are you giving from the place of it makes me feel good to give, so I will do this? Meaning, how do I explain this? So I'm giving to this person, to this situation, to these people. I'm giving because it feels good, but I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. It doesn't really, it's not serving me at this point in time. Meaning that this card is saying to, it's this card in reverse is saying to, to flip that energy around on yourself and, and really be honest, trying to get it to focus here. It's not really working out so well, but, but what this, what this message I'm getting is saying is be very discerning or be very aware of are you not, are you overlooking things within yourself that need to be addressed? How, how are you not, where are you? I'm going to get this out. Hang with me. Um, how can you help yourself is the phrase that's coming to me. How can you help yourself? Meaning that it starts with you. If there's things in your life, if there's things within your environment, if there's things that you yourself are not addressing to help yourself, those need to come first. By you helping somebody else and getting that, it's like a topical feeling of this feels good because I'm helping somebody. It's really not a good use of your energy. It's taking that energy back and saying, where do I need help? What do I need to do for myself first to make myself feel valuable and worthy first? And then once I'm at that place where I am confident and secure in myself and I focused the energy there for as long as I need it to be in order to get to the place where I feel really confident, secure, and strong in myself, then I'm giving from a place of this feels authentic and in alignment, meaning that I'm good, I've got myself, I've been there and helped myself. So now when I give out this energy, it's coming from a place of true alignment. 
And so that's what I'm getting here with this Virgo energy. So I want to just take a look here and see if there's anything else. I feel that that's, I feel that captures all of this. So I want to jump over to the Sabian symbols and I got drawn to the Sabian symbol, obviously for this five to six degree to mark, mark a Virgo and the ruler of this, which is Mercury at two degrees Pisces. So it's the two to three degree mark of Pisces. So here's the Sabian symbol for that five to six degree mark of Virgo, where this full moon is taking place and it's a merry-go-round. And so this drew me back to the reading I just did with the new moon in Aquarius, where there's this ebb and flow of life. And there's these emotional peaks and valleys that we go through where part of these peaks and valleys and what's being reflected and what's being shown to us as we navigate this existence is to be able to flow with them, to be able to embrace them, to be able to honor where you're at within these cycles of life, and to be able to be steady and not, and not allow those to take you down or bring you too far up, but to be able to float into them and to be able to navigate and be able to accept and be able to take the wisdom from wherever you are in your journey at this point in life. And to go back to the new moon and Aquarius reading where I felt this being very centered within yourself, being able to connect to your guidance, your inner guidance, to be able to connect to the Piscean side of you, to be able to center yourself and be like, whatever's coming at me right now, I'm good. Meaning that it's not dismissing that the experience that you may be in is difficult, or even an experience that you're in can be almost euphoric or be really good, the higher end of the extreme. It's being able to come back to that centered place and be like, I am going to navigate this. I'm going to step into it. I'm going to feel it fully. But part of this is to be able to understand their cycles to everything and finding the centeredness and the, I just picked out the word poise here that he lists here. The poise amidst what's going on is really when we have these peaks in these valleys that take place, that's what's being forged or that's what's being, that's the wisdom that's being imparted on us is that we've had, or I can speak personally, and I'm sure you have too, is these experiences where you go really far down and you get depressed and you get worried and all of those lower vibrational frequencies come in like fear and panic and, oh shit, how am I going to figure this out? What's going on? And you start to spiral and you start to really attach to the emotions and the experience, which does not help. And so you will always get the feedback there when you go into those places of you keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper, which is going to call to you experiences, which are going to really wake you up and say, hey, 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 come back out. That's not helpful. That's not actually what's going on here. You're being shown something. Come back to center. 
Same thing on the other end of the spectrum where you're really, really high and you get attached to that experience, whether that's a relationship or a circumstance or you name it, and you get into this really euphoric place and then you attach to it, but then it dissipates, it goes away, something changes, the energy shifts, and you're like, you come crashing back down and you're like, oh my God, my world is falling apart because I just attached to this thing that was amazing and it fell apart. And so that's the both extremes ends of this where you're you're being shown, stay centered and grounded in, in yourself, stay centered and grounded in what is this showing me? And from that place, you can appreciate and you can roll with the ups and downs. And what happens is there's this, what I'm getting here is like the merry-go-round has a certain range of going up and going down. And as you get more centered and calm and secure and stable in your inner self and your inner guidance and your inner navigation device, those highs and those lows, they're still there, but the, the band or the range that they go into is much smoother. It calms out there's a peacefulness, there's a serenity that underlies all of the experience. And so there is no longer the need for the extreme highs, the extreme lows, because you've already learned the lesson. You've already integrated what attaching to those super highs and those super lows do to you when you attach to them and you become too invested in them. And so when you get centered, the merry-go-round is much easier and there's a much more, there's a much, there's a more ease and grace to this existence. And so that's what I was getting here with this image. And then we'll flip over to where Mercury's, Mercury is, which is the ruler of this full moon in Virgo. And it's at this two to three degrees mark, which is long-term reach of social movements. And so here the wording put on this image is a petrified forest. And so I read what James Burgess had here and I was like, mm, something in my body was like, that's not really what I feel needs to come through here. What I was feeling is when I looked at this image, I was like, oh, this image is symbolized somebody walking away or leaving a petrified forest, meaning that the place that you're in, what I was getting is, I was going to say the place you're in, what's dead and, and as needs to be left behind. That's not quite it. It's almost like, like I get drawn to the weapon here and I'm like, I feel like that's symbolizing there's no need to fight this, is the, is the phrase that's coming into my mind is, this figure has the gun over his shoulder and walking away, whether it's a him or her or gender is not, is not the, the um, thing here. It's more this figure is, there is no more fighting. Whatever is done is done at this point is the other phrase that comes to me. And so there's nothing to see here or there's no more to be done here. There's no... It's almost like releasing the resistance is the energy I'm getting. So it's moving forward, releasing the resistance, 
And I get that, again, I get that Saturn energy, which is like keeping you moving in a specific direction and moving you forward. And so there is no need to fight it, which goes back to the merry-go-round and where I was talking about getting centered and being in the flow. That's what's required at this period of time is to flow with what's coming up. And so I get pulled back to that Virgo energy of the focusing the energy inward to say, where, what do I need? How do I better align myself? Can I use some help? Do I need to do some things that maybe generate some fear, but I can, I can see them. I can see the fear. I could recognize it as fear and I can be like, okay, I see you fear. I'm not going to attach to the fear and allow that to guide my decisions. I'm going to accept and acknowledge that it is there, but I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm going to say, yes, I am fearful of doing this thing, but deep inside, I know that this is the right way to go. And so I'm going to use my internal navigation device to have me take this direction or go down this path or do this thing, because I know ultimately this is where I need to go. And so that's what I get here is this, this going with the flow, no need to fight it, no need to, no need to put any more energy here. Just keep going with where you feel called to go. So that's what I have for you for this full moon here in Virgo. Hopefully these messages were helpful in some way. As always, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your energy. And we will talk again in another podcast. Take care.